intro music. Okay. So, do you know, like, do you get some indication that you're on camera? I just flipped it over to Matt right now. Yeah. Does Matt know who he's on camera? I do. I know. Okay. Man, Halloween weather really showed up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why shoot, I said Shoot that. up, shoot yeah. up. <laughs> I went straight up texting with that. Man, I mean, really shoot up. It's uh, like perfect timing, too. It is perfect timing. It's going to be balls cold this week, too, and rainy. Yeah, yeah. Um, perfect trick-or-treating weather. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I'm still figuring this out. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? That's not, that's not Heath. That's not that. Wait a minute. That's not Doc. And then Doc, what is going on, man? This is like Duck Duck Goose uh, musical chairs. Yeah, musical chairs. Uh-huh. Yeah, we put the controls over here, so it when when <laughs> everything's Heath's out of whack, limp ass doesn't show up. <laughs> somebody's got to sit over here to control the controls. But I won't lie, I do like his chair. Do you? Yeah, yeah. it is a it's freaking comfy, comfy chair. Yeah. That's why he gets lazy and he just quits talking because he gets <laughs> right. He's really falling asleep. Yeah. He just gets nappy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of napping, I had a good nap today. It was nice, mm. but it's like, okay. I'm filling in for Heath. Yeah, you're filling in for Heath. Matt, Matt's filling in, filling for, in you. for me. Yeah, that's it. I've got you, the beard. I'm okay. Yeah, you make it good, right Doc. That's it. We got a we got a lot to unpack. It's been a busy week uh, for us and Matt and locality. No joke. Yeah. If you haven't, uh, if you hadn't listened before, with us here is Matt Barrington from uh, locality of Bridgeport, Texas, of the United States of America, of Mm -hmm. planet, yeah, Earth, of planet, land of the free, the solar system. Damn right. Of I don't feel so free the last couple of years or so. We're working on that. We're working on that though. (laughs) We're yeah. working on that. I mean, we'll get down that path. It's a little early to <laughs> tread. We haven't had that much to drink. Yet. I know. <laughs> but uh, I have to make note of your shirt. It's pretty badass. Yes, it is. Uh, breast Cancer Awareness. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hello. I mean, that shirt it. seems to pull off breast cancer awareness and a certain level of male, like, you know. Uh, Cringiness? What, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. No, you'd be surprised. So we went to this, um, what What was this the event that we went to with you? Okay, so last Monday. And thank you for the invite, oh, by I'm, the way. I'm so glad you can make it. It's something I look forward to every year. So Republic National Distributing Company, which is um, one of the main distributors of alcohol, spirits, and wine in DFW, if not the country. Anyway, so they put together this showcase for these smaller craft distilleries who do not have the million-dollar budgets for marketing, right? So instead of you're going to have, like, the huge brands that you see everywhere else, yeah. you're going to have some of the smaller, lesser-known brands, but they do great um, spirits, and it's handmade, a lot yeah. of really interesting stuff that you're going to find out. And I love this because I get to discover new things, mm-hmm. like, every year. Something surprises me. So, so how do you get to go to this type of event? Well, this type of event is specifically for trade. For example, uh, if you're what referred to as a buyer, let's say yeah. you own a restaurant or bar, you're the one that makes the buying decisions. Well, they wanted to get you into that room mm-hmm. so you can look at all these different products you may not be aware of. So you can bring that into your establishment. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this one is mostly for on-premise. There's something that's much larger tailored for off-premise where like retailers, yeah, like liquor stores. So they have they have a huge thing every year. That okay. Next that's, time that comes around, we'll huge. Get, I'll get us tickets for that. Okay. 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 We'll go to that one. Deal. <laughs> so is that like a a one night deal? Yes, it is. It's one night. Um, usually do it in October. I think last year they did in the summer, which is weird. It threw us off. Yeah. But uh, it was great. I got to wear shorts for that one. That's um, nice. I yeah. yeah. It was a little more uh, posh than I thought it would be. Um, you really get smoothed. Yeah. And I wore this shirt. And contrary to your opinion as a, a masculine toxic male. Yeah. I had more compliments <laughs> on this shirt from women. Oh, yeah. Than I, I, I was so, expecting to get like the blatant, oh, yeah, man, right on. We love titties, bro. <laughs> no dude came up to me and said anything about my shirt. All I think four or five ladies, oh, thank you. I love your shirt so much. So, oh, right on. Oh, yeah. They definitely felt you're so brave for doing that. So, yeah. Yes. A lot of us, uh, a lot of us are bartenders. Um, bar owners, we um have our own little subculture almost, a little little group, and supporting causes like breast cancer yeah. awareness or something that helps other people who are in need. Those are things that we kind of naturally gravitate to, mm-hmm. right? I don't know why what makes us like, do it. it just, I call them like meta meetings, like or you know, it's like you you do your your job, your career, and that's your like day to day, but you but you kind of gain this like awareness for this kind of the these other good things that you can do and they become like meta meetings. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it's like breast cancer awareness is cool. Because mm-hmm. breasts are cool. Yeah, and we all know yeah. somebody. Uh, well I mean I know some kids all know somebody some who's been yeah affected yeah. by it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's uh it's uh, everybody Somebody in your circle has been affected by it for sure. Absolutely. And and they breasts benefit everything, every living thing on the planet in, <laughs> oh, oh, in positive and, ways. And I feel like we're misspeaking because we're making it about the boobs. But <laughs> but but it's really like dying from cancer yeah. really mm-hmm. sucks. But I'm it, also implying that they are I'm against that. Yes. Definitely. Totally I'm also implying that they are a, a, more than just a fun bag for us. They are a nurturing thing for Babies. Yes, absolutely. Humans don't exist a, without them. So, Well, it's like the first form of sustenance as a child is born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Need the mom's boobs. Yep. Kind of need them. It's important. Yep. 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 Don't take them for granted. That's in, in my head. I live in the age where boobs are protected. You know, it's like we're going, we're going to defeat cancer. Yeah. I'm optimistic. That's a good optimist, optimistic yeah. mindset to have. Now, if you're Joe Biden... <clears throat> Oh, yeah. that's your other piece of apparel. Ooh. Look at your hat, man. His uh, his time his time is winding down to cure cancer. That was one of his campaign right. promises. Is, oh, we're gonna cure cancer, man. Well, that's it, a that's a shitty promise to make somebody. Yeah, we haven't cured it yet. I don't care what side of the spectrum you're on. That's like that's stuff that doesn't come out of your mouth. Period. Right. Right. Well, I mean, he was trying to take on. Kennedy, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's like Kennedy got up there and was like, "We're going to the moon," mm-hmm. and and they did. Yeah, they did. Supposedly. Yeah. Well. Well. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, I gotta be. I mean, somebody's gotta fill conspiracy. We're down bros, a uh, we're down a bro geez. here, and, and conspiracy corner doesn't happen without him. So we can't, <laughs> right. we, we've got to save those conversations for him. Yeah. Back well, to the road show, though. Yes, the road show. I did have a lot of surprising things there, and I've kept some. I kept some material. Okay. Kept some literature from. Yeah. Now, now I brought uh, I brought one of the bottles that I had acquired 
um, from the road show. Yeah. It, okay. And surprisingly, it's not a whiskey. Okay. I don't know if you're up for that, but yes, let's do it. It's a really cool craft distillery. Oh yeah. Um, they're out of uh, Alameda, California. We won't hate them for that, but it's called St. George Distillery. All <laughs> right. Wrong and, camera doc. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they do some really fun things. So yeah. this is a bottle of gin. Is weird. This is their okay. uh, terroir gin. And how do you say that? Terroir. Terroir. Yes. You, you get thought- a wine. You'll. It's 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 a wine term. Okay. It's essentially is like using the ingredients around the land in which you're, whether distilling or fermenting. Uh huh. So a lot of times it's referred to as like you you can almost taste the land around it, the soil, the the greenery, which is a description herbs. you would hear with wine. With oh, wine, wow. it says right. So it's with grapes, right? Floral aroma. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Around Alameda, California, it's where they find a lot of those uh, foraged ingredients that they in turn distill along with juniper that makes it a gin. Uh-huh. So even though it is a gin, it's just very unique. Okay. And well, I have a really George interesting terroir, and that's T-E-R-R-O-I-R gin. You almost, it almost like you have a speech impediment or something when you say a tarar. Yes. Um, Inspired by the wild beauty of the Golden State, this is a profoundly lush and aromatic gin with real sense of place. Wow. Mm. You have to think French when you're trying to pronounce that. Yeah. A tarar. (laughs) If you tell Doc to speak Spanish, he'll (laughs) automatically switch to a French accent. (laughs) So, uh, what's in it? It's the French part. I can't can't uh, try it now. (laughs) But but good Lord, I've not had a gin with this. It's uh, it's just... It's interesting. I I can't even describe it. How would you describe it? Well, um, when we typically say gin, in my experience, when I have uh, some guests coming into the bar for the first time, or like they're not big into gin, they've had a bad experience with it. Then what they've had is London Dry Gin, yeah, which used to be the predominant gin in the world. And that was it, London Dry. A lot of juniper, which tastes like a lot of pine needles. So it's like, oh, I'm drinking a Christmas tree. It's wow. That's exactly right. what I get that's, on the nose. That's like, a lot, right? Yeah. But there are some great gins throughout the world now that have done a great job of maybe toning down the juniper and maybe yeah. lifting up some citrus notes and some floral notes so that it does become a <laughs> floral notes, floral notes, right? <laughs> so that way it becomes like a, a real easy going, pleasant experience to yeah. sip a gin cocktail. There's some really great um, brands out there of gin well, producers, suppliers. Yes. Okay. So this is just one for, for the layperson. If you, if you're thinking of juniper, what, what kind of, you know what is it? What does juniper taste like? Pine needles. Pine needles. That's it. Okay. Yes. Christmas tree. Let me tell you. <clears throat> Tarar is a forest in your glass. Ultra woodsy notes of Douglas fir, California bay laurel, Douglas fir, and coastal sage. Yeah, yeah definitely get sage in that too. All yep. that stuff in that part of California coming together to create a landscape in your drink. I tell you what, a, I lan- mean, a landscape in your drink. Yeah, I'm, I love I'm that. Really growing to appreciate gin. Like it is also, yes, Man. it makes good cocktails, but it all it's also like whiskey. Like it's a very diverse, dynamic sipping beverage that you can you can just sip on it neat. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's this this concept of landscape in your glass. I kind of like how poetic that was. 
I'm sure they hire very good writers. Yes, <clears throat> they should. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had so? Have you had a whiskey sour before? Yep. Yeah. Pretty easy going, right? It's, right. It's just egg white, hopefully, mm-hmm. lemon juice, little little simple syrup. Uh-huh. So, yeah. a couple of years ago, I took this terroir. So, a little cardboard at the end. That's what I get with a a whiskey sour. Well, with the whiskey sour. Yeah. This. So I used this terroir and made a gin sour, and for some reason I just thought, hey, you know what? This reminds me. What if I put a little bit. A cracked pepper, cracked peppercorn on top of the drink of the sour with this terroir, it changed it immensely. It was like, what the hell is this? So your nose is picking up that fresh cracked Dude, that's peppercorn. Cool. Yeah. And then you got like the, the, the silky texture. You got the egg white and you got the lemon. And then the gin. And then this gin comes through. Like, yeah. And it pulls it together so well. It's just like so simple, but. Oh, man. Damn. Okay. Crack pepper. Put crack pepper in your drink. See what happens. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no. It's like if, like we're having a damn salad. Caesar salad and yeah, yeah. terroir sour. How fine is that pepper, pepper on there? No, it's crack. Just yeah. chunky. Okay. Yeah, I got you. So we were talking about being surprised at this thing. I'm going to run across. They have a lot of offerings. Uh, yes, they do. Ooh, there's there's spice pear liqueur is a gateway drug. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You can ask Will about that. Will Carpenter. He he goes to meetings now because of the spice pear liqueur. Uh-huh. Yeah, it can get you started down this <laughs> pathway, and that's what started me on St. George. I tried the spice pear liqueur, uh-huh. and uh, oh, yep, right there. What the hell is that? Next time, next time y'all come by, yeah. I'm going to give y'all a sample just that. So, so where do you pick up a bottle of St. George? Uh, eight Eater liquor. Okay, yep, they do. That's have where I get Eight liquor. Yeah, they have a bottle of their. Uh, I think it's their 40th uh, anniversary single malt up oh, on top yeah. shelf. Yeah. yeah, it's just a cool. It hasn't brand. sold yet, but maybe somebody you know waiting on the right person to come along, or yeah. somebody that needs a good Christmas gift. But yeah, look at this. They have one, two, three, four, uh, three gins, three vodkas, mm-hmm. and then your flavored liqueurs, two whiskeys, two brandies. And then other oh they have an absinthe as well. I've got that. They have sochu. That's a that's a I, Korean um, um, beverage, okay, right? Okay, uh, that's shoju. Soju. Shochu is uh, Japanese. Okay, it's a lot of times like made from sweet potatoes. Yeah. Hmm, yes. Stuff yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. So what I was surprised about while we were there, they had a cocktail, and it was a. Um, I think it had a green chili. Green vodka. chili gimlet. Uh huh. And it was amazing, and they've got a. Oh, I just had it. They've got a. They've got a green chili. Where the hell did it go? This, it's in there somewhere. This catalog. Yeah, I just saw it. So the green chili vodka is one of two. We'll say flavored vodkas that I actually carry in locality. So in locality, I don't do arbitrarily flavored booze. Right. Nothing that is like, well, we just add some extract and chemicals to replicate the flavor of mm-hmm. blank. Don't do that. Yeah. I have St. Yeah. George uh, citrus vodka, which is distilled with, guess what? Real citrus fruits, right? Okay. And gotcha. They use so, so real it's more, ingredients. It's infused with real ingredients. Correct. Correct. Not, not flavored. Correct. And the uh, green chili vodka is one of my favorites because mm. it's, it's distilled, infused with... Like, Habanero, serrano peppers, yep. green bell peppers, jalapenos, uh-huh. all these things. It's like real lime peel and fresh cilantro. Yeah. It's a very crisp, refreshing it's, spirit. It's yeah. like a pico de gallo martini, you know, it'd be right there for you. So it's all <laughs> these fun things. So I make one of my favorite um, kind of most artistic cocktails that I do is has the green chili vodka 
with a nice little smoky mezcal mm-hmm. and a little pomegranate liqueur, uh-huh. fresh lime juice, and some cinnamon syrup that I make. All those things together just create this this painting in, in your head. And I call it the country road. Mm. It's like, Have man, we're going with the metaphors, yeah. you know, today. The landscape, it, now the painting. Yeah, it, it's weird. I, I don't know how to describe it sometimes. Like when people ask, how do you come up with drinks? Man, sometimes these things I'll, I'll either envision like colors or picture or it'll be like a sound waves that I can uh-huh. describe like tasting notes. It could be like a deep bass line or like a high pitch trill. It's just all these things it's like this little symphony going on in my head and I have trouble just getting it out. And they yeah. de- like they demand these ideas and these inspirations when they come, they demand to be expressed. So I'm like, crap, I got to grab a shaker and I got to start putting things together. So that's like, that is, that's the artistry and mixology. Kind of. Yeah. And then yeah. The, once you learn about how things interact and spirits uh-huh. and, the, and the juices and the sweetness and the sour and all these things together, then when you have an idea now, now you know from experience, you're like, okay, those aren't, those aren't going to come out too well together. But if I do it this way, then it will be more pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so how much, how much alcohol do you waste it's not waste because <laughs> right. you're, you're developing. Yeah, you don't think about that. <laughs> but how much alcohol do you go through in like putting together a it, new cocktail? Okay. Um, like how much do you dump down the drain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a lot. Honestly, in the beginning, I probably did a lot. It's worse is when you're chasing an idea, when you're like trying to force it. You're like, I'm going to make the perfect right. freaking Halloween cocktail. Blah, and then just don't really know where to start. You just start putting stuff together and then taste it. I'm like, no, that's not good. Out. Uh-huh. Try it again. Eh, <laughs> not there. Throw it out. So do you get myopic Ooh. as a mixologist? What do you mean? Like okay, tunnel so vision? Like, this yeah. borders on something that was kind of on our uh, agenda Agenda to talk about as it relates to vision. But, but I saw it on there. I was like, wow, this is a real philosophical concept. Yeah, it applies to physical your yeah. actual vision and to life in general. So I'll give you a, for instance, and I just got back from a fishing trip uh, and I have this big whiteboard in my office and, and it's kind of like my ideas as they come, they go on that whiteboard and, and that whiteboard just fills up and, and I came back from the fishing trip and I looked at that whiteboard and I was like, wow, I, I had just kind of, gone down a tunnel as far as creativity goes chasing 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 and and then the fishing trip Mm -hmm. put the like the necessary break in that that whenever i came back i could you see things clearly now yeah and i could erase the whiteboard yeah you're like you know i actually don't need that does that does that happen as far as like cocktail creation too yeah any sort of creation you'd be working on like a new menu um and then you're like, oh, I really need this kind of drink. I really need another stirred cocktail. Right, right. And then just like, I'm going to make a stirred cocktail. Just like, try to put your mind to it, mind to it, and yeah, you're having trouble getting to it. It's like so you're chasing fall. You know, you chase yeah. fall, and you just try to get all the fall into the menu. Right. And um, Even this past weekend, I was making some new drinks to put on our anniversary Slash Halloween costume party uh-huh. menu. So when I have an event, I like to make a new menu for that. 
Just like that's, four, that's cool. Four or five different drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like the attendants won't yeah. won't find anywhere else. Yeah, so it's it's right. It you know it, it's kind of like getting your own little test market. See how that works. Uh huh. You know, you have a captive audience. Like, what do you think of that one? Um, so I'll put some stuff in there, and a lot of times it'll be that night, and then then off it goes. Yeah. But I was messing around, and I made this cocktail that I take uh, uh, tequila, and I basically infuse it with <laughs> pumpkin pie filling. Yeah. <laughs> and then strain it out. Now you got like pumpkin pie kind of tequila. That sounds like a very it, odd mix. Yeah, it is. Pumpkin pie and tequila well, does not sound savvy to me. But the agave of tequila. But I think you, it work. Once you really understand tequila, you, you'll notice that there's a little hint of vanilla comes through it. And that's mm-hmm. the vanillin in some of the barrels that's aged. Yeah. Right? And then sweetness and that go well together. Put a little bit of coffee. That's interesting. Uh, what else? What else? Coffee liqueur, the Borghetti. Um yeah, it's espresso, like what does what does vanilla then, go with? <clears throat> almost anything. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and what else I do? I made a pumpkin spiced whipped cream and kind of shook it all together. Mm. And then oh. people taste it. They're like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Oh, it's some pumpkin-y thing I put together." Why you like it? They're like, "Oh my god, it's my favorite." Really? So maybe I'll put that on the menu next time. Right? So I wasn't even looking for a slot on my next menu. I'm like, yeah. I got to have a pumpkin drink. It's just like, uh, but you landed came with together and like, wow, everybody loved it. So I guess I'll it was meant it to on be. The menu. menu creation's got to be kind of tough, right? Because uh-huh. you don't ever want to oh, overwhelm God. people with imagine. options, oh, but you also yeah. want to have options. Right. I felt like locality's always been pretty good at having a non overwhelming. Uh, offering yeah. of cocktails comes from experience. I learned. Right. I I did that when I was young. At this, uh, I had a menu at one time, mm. like a hundred different martinis on it. Oh my god, yeah. ridiculous! What I learned from that is you cannot train anybody to follow that. <laughs> no way, you can't. You, you it's in my to, head. I yeah. was like, I got it. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, but I how long up, did that take you to get it? Yeah, it just kept growing, growing. Yeah, it took I don't know months, year or two. Mm-hmm. Man, and you and you, especially in Wise County, you're constantly walking the line between. <laughs> Coors uh, Light. And- yeah, yeah. I'll take me <laughs> a whiskey Manhattan. sour. You know. Yeah. I still make a ton of old fashions, and I'll I'll keep doing that. I'm happy to make yeah, old fashioned. I still love. I mean, I love an old fashioned. And that, right? that's a way you can kind of judge uh, how well a bar or bartender is going to be making cocktails. Yeah, it's almost like a litmus test, like. You're making old fashioned man, it is for me. It's like watch how they do enchiladas at a Mexican food restaurant, you know. Yeah. How, how will you do that? And then we'll go from there. And then it's yeah. like, wow, this is great. Make me something really special now. Now you trust that person, yeah, right. So there might be a lot of times I'll get like the first time, you know, bar guests come in, yeah. And then <laughs> this happens all the time, like, oh, what should I have? I'm like, all right, hold on, <laughs> what do you like? You know, first of all, yeah, that's where I needed, I, I need a base. Space line. Yeah. Where where we go uh-huh. from here? And then he's like, well, I like whiskey. I'm like, okay. Have you had an old fashioned? Well, yeah, I've had them. All right. Try my old fashioned. And then we'll go from there. It's like, then you can That's judge pretty me on sure. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know I'll beat anybody's. What, it's, what percentage of uh, people in your establishment that come in want, want whiskey or want gin or want vodka cocktails? Mm. Can you delineate those? Well, the people who want whiskey want to taste the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a few True cocktails story. that kind of just goes in there. You're like, wow, I can hardly taste whiskey. 
but this is really great tasting. But yeah, yeah whiskey yeah. drinkers want to taste whiskey. Um, vodka drinkers want cocktails that happen to have vodka in it. And then you got some g- people who love gin. They want to taste the gin. They yeah, want that's, something that's that's not overly convoluted, that just masks that's all the flavors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and tequila drinkers really enjoy margaritas and things that are like margaritas, where you you have a cocktail, it tastes fun, right? You, you still you still notice that tequila that you, that you still know there's some hard booze. You're like yeah. there's a tequila burn. There's a little bit there. Speaking of tequila, we got one you can try. Oh, we do. Yeah. Where is this? What, celeb- what celebrity is it? It's a ghost. Did, oh, is that still? I didn't know if you left it here. Yeah, I, left I don't it. know where it's at. It's up there somewhere. <laughs> Hence, it's a ghost. Is that it? Here, it's uh, you got an empty glass. We'll uh, here, just you got to taste it. I want to yeah, know what you it. think about it. How was that where, green pepper <laughs> vodka, green chili vodka, or green chili vodka? It's super. Uh, next time you come, I'll I'll, I'll sample you mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, it was a del- it was a delicious cocktail. What is in what is in a gimlet? Uh, okay, so gimlet is traditionally like gin, uh, but you can't use vodka mm-hmm. um, and roses lime. Okay, which is basically manufactured lime juice substitute. Mm-hmm. I do not have it. I make my own lime cordial. Okay, which I didn't Explain. create this recipe. All right, I got this from it was a Jeffrey Morgenthaler. He's super. Famous bar owner in the Pacific Northwest. So he threw this out there. He's like, I made gimlets with my own lime cordial. Really? How do you do that? <laughs> so I looked it up and I'm like, wait a minute, I can do this. I have these things. So essentially it's taking real lime juice. So lime zest, lime juice, a uh-huh. little bit of sugar, and a little bit of citric acid. Okay. Kind of in hot water. Yeah. And then put it in a blender, get it up real nice. and That citric and acid is just a powder you buy at the store, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. It boosts the... The citrus taste is what your, your brain thinks of. Mm. And it's just complete, just acids. And I know it's like it on a, your tongue, it's you're a like, preservative, right? Yeah, can be. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, it, and it helps too because now you have lime cordial. Uh huh. Put it in the fridge and it lasts almost forever because preservatives, right? Yeah. So I've been making my own gimlets and I have, uh, there's a few regulars that come through. And once I shared that with them, like, well, if you feel like gimlet, I'll try this. So uh-huh. now, Every time they come, between the two of them, they're like, there's like eight gimlets going out. <laughs> when I see them come through, I was like, oh, crap, I got to make more real quick. <laughs> so we'll get their first round, and I'm like, I got to be in the back. So I'm just zesting limes, getting juice, and getting everything put together. You know, in about 10 sure minutes, enough. I'm done. I'm like, okay, I got more cordial. But that's it. It's a lime cordial. So gimlet, two ingredients. Mm-hmm. Gin, preferably, or uh-huh. vodka. And then this lime cordial. You can buy Rose's lime. Yeah. Or buy a pre Or make or your you own. Make your own. Yeah. Or right. Or give me a heads up and then I I can pour some in a bottle for you. And okay. You can take it with you. And that oh, makes yeah, the that's best. a that's yeah. a good idea that I've not thought of is hitting up, up your local cocktail bar for ingredients. Okay. Don't read the bottle. Don't read the bottle. Why? It's so spicy. <laughs> Damn it. Not You're supposed to, to just that? pour it for him, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, okay, I fucked that one up. <laughs> it's going to burn my ass. No, it's not that bad, but it was surprising if you didn't know about it. Yeah. Last which, time I consumed something that yeah, I didn't read what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lacey. <laughs> What'd she hit you with? I got malorded. Oh, <laughs> man. You missed that part. That was Monday night after you guys left. We ended up in Deep Ellum. 
Wow. And uh, the party carried on. Yes. Lacey was like, here, you want a shot? <laughs> like, yeah, I've been having shots there thing. I'm not driving. <laughs> By the way, uh, was not driving. Did not drive. So Yeah, yeah. I took a party drive. bus down, Yes, right? we had a party bus. Yes, yeah. it was great. That's the way to go. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take it, whatever. And I take it. I'm like, oh, my God. A nightmare just entered my mouth. What the <laughs> hell is it? I'm like, you son of a... And this <laughs> she's over there laughing. I'm like, you really don't want to be friends, do you? Ugh. That's and Mal- Malor you fucks that your drinking me? experience for the next Everything. half hour. Yeah, it, yeah, it really does. It fucks your life experience <laughs> for the next half hour. You question everything. You're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I should be. I should have joined the Peace Corps. Or something. I don't know. You're like, fucking. But here I am, regretting having taste buds. <laughs> mm. I think you'll like that though. It's actually not bad, other than the the the. The, the tingling sensation. Yeah. Yeah. A little tingle. Oh, yeah. It's tingling. But yeah, yeah you it's definitely meant just, to be in a Why did you tell him? Are, right. You, you should have just poured That's what he did to us. He malorded our asses. So it was yeah. time for some revenge. Yeah. But y'all needed to understand what that was like. Uh, I know. I couldn't do it. It's like, you know, it's, it's whenever you deal with your bartender, you have to treat him with some respect. You can't just slip him something. <laughs> You know, respect him with tips and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like money and then trick his ass with booze. It's like whenever people come to the office, they're like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, it's like, yes, doctor. And I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, it's, it's no. He, this guy and no. I can't I've, I've been to his office a couple of times and it's like we end up laughing our asses off because I can't go in there and have a serious conversation with him because he's my <laughs> fucking one of my best friends. So it's like. <laughs> I'm gonna go in one day and he's gonna be like, "Hey man, you have cancer." Ah, <laughs> you know I mean? Like, ah, oh, yeah, you got me. Be like, hey dog, uh, I really need you to take a good close look at my left testicle. <laughs> really, it's there. <laughs> yeah, geez, that's one of the hardest things too. Is I never know when they're serious either. It's I've yeah. not gone in for a testicle feeling yeah. up and yet. Yeah. yeah, no. Have you have you had to check any any of our any of your close friends out? Uh, the old cup. Turn your head and cough. I'm, well, I'm sure I have. Yeah, we should do the uh, the podcast on your or next uh, colon screening. <laughs> it's like we got hey, to, you know. we got to check the prostate. I don't right. have a we next. Got, I have got to have that. I have my yeah. first. Colon We're gonna hook screenings. you up to Mike. All We're right. gonna do it <laughs> on air. Prostate. Yeah, let's do that. I one. think it's excellent. I, I thought we see, were supposed to be unconscious. Well, that's no, colonoscopy for the colon. Yeah, for the colon. Yeah. Oh, not for prostate. Not for prostate. I don't know. Some guys enjoy it. That's all I hear. Or yeah. How is the prostate examined exactly? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Do you <laughs> yeah, want the, you yeah. want apparently by somebody with really you want long details? fingers? <laughs> right. I don't know. It's uh ooh. uh yeah, you want details. Uh let's do it. Let's hear the details. Yeah, didn't you ever watch that family guy where uh, he gets his prostate checked? I guess not. Yeah, then he gets like real trauma and and <laughs> He runs out of there and then ends up suing the doctor because of the emotional trauma that it caused him. <laughs> yeah. It's like bend over, spread your ass cheeks, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then you just like stay there in a bend over position. Think happy and, thoughts. And then, yeah. And I haven't done that yet. I'm, I'm. Do you give those exams? Well, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Huh? That's part you don't of... talk about them much. 
No, it's, <laughs> there's you that doctor-patient well, confidentiality thing. Well, you got think about it. Is it traumatic for the doctor as well? I don't know. In some cases, I bet it could I, be. They're like, yeah, I bet, <laughs> honey. I don't. I don't want to talk about. I don't have today. joy out of it. And, <laughs> and uh, so, how was your day? Right. I on your, don't on your script it. notes, you're like, yeah. okay, I need this medication. And he says, um, I need a bidet. What is what is a bidet? Seriously. It's oh, like, I know that. Yeah. Oh, and if I see hemorrhoids, I talk about a bidet. Yeah. Yeah. Right I try to sell him a bidet. We need to get into the bidet company we, business. No the, joke. The bidet making I was business. thinking that. Get commission off that? We should. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talk about it enough. We've probably advertised for bidet more than anything else on this podcast. Yeah, we need to find a manufacturer of a bidet and check their their stock for the and last half year. So we mm. have a Lux. That's what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need to reach out to <laughs> Lux bidets. Keyword whiskey bro for all your bidet needs. Wash your ass and yeah. put in our keyword so we get credit for it. I, seriously, if you know anybody that works at this company, Discount. Yeah. Uh, put us in touch with them. Yeah. Call uh, the doc line. Call the doc line or just send right. us a Facebook line. message. Or Instagram, or YouTube, or Rumble. Yes. What else are we on? We're not on X or Twitter. Or F, X, no. formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, we're not on that yet. That confuses me. Facebook is, is probably the, most the bizarre thing. way to get a hold of us. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, on South Park, they did an episode about bidets and yes, $3,000 well, Japanese toilets. Yeah. Really got me interested. That was great. Yep. Great show. Yeah, they were kind of spot on. So... Wrapping up with St. George, they're they're the That's real great. deal. They don't source their shit. They distill, mm-hmm. and it's all made in-house, Yes, which I yes. love and appreciate. Super interesting company. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Now on to the next. Moving on. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, we did, while I was there, we, had, we tried many other things. One whiskey that stood out was from RD1, Registered Distillery 1 in Lexington, Kentucky. And the bottle had a green label on it. When you see green on a whiskey bottle, you automatically think, well, this rye. is a rye. Yeah. Right. No, mm-hmm. not as much. This is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in Brazilian Amberana wood. Ooh, Amberano. Amberano, yep. Uh, 110 proof, a huh. little over four years old. Um, nose, apple, cinnamon, nutmeg, light brown sugar, pine, vanilla, and peaches. So did you actually, uh, like... Get a sample? Yes, we did. It was a flavor bomb, man. And it was, it, it is, it's not one you would want to sip on consistently, but as a digestive or a, you know, an after dinner yeah. sipper. 110 proof after dinner sipper. Perfect. Mm. I mean. Spice cake, ginger snaps, and and, and a, like a, just a big, rich, creamy, oily, sweet mouthfeel. Okay. Where then, do you, what, say this, this distillery again? RD1, Registered Distillery 1. They're out of Lexington, Kentucky. I've never seen them or heard of them before, but they have really nice, elegant bottles, really nice laboring. uh, Where would you get their shit? Uh, That's a good question. I guess. Once again, they're distributed by Republic National Distributing Company, so any liquor store can get it. Okay. So you can give that to Will. And I'm sure he would love to special order some for you. Yeah, he really he should. He should, he should. love that. Yeah. Let's do they it. have four, he, he'd four, be in on it too. Yeah, they have four offerings. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in French oak, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished with Brazilian Amberana wood. And then I'm, Kentucky, I'm in Kentucky that. straight bourbon whiskey double finished in oak and maple barrels. We tried that one. That one was really rich, really, really sweet. Almost okay. to the point where it was like, yeah. Less is more with that one, but fantastic but the, whiskey but the from somebody Brazilian I've never heard of. Amberano. 
Mm-hmm. That was that was the that was the whatever mover. the hell that is. That was the mover, man. That was the mover in the so shaker. It's, it's a type of wood in Brazil, yeah. indigenous to Brazil. I've had a uh, cachaça, yeah, which is um, it's a cane spirit. People think it's oh, it's like rum. Well, yeah, yeah, not really. It's like yeah, yeah, no. Um, but so this uh, cachaça called uh, avua, and they had a version of it that's aged in Amberana wood, and son of a bitch, it was so good. Really? Yeah. It's really hard to get, though. See, I, I, I hear it, and I think, okay, anything with Brazilian has a certain uh, exotic mm-hmm. nature to it. Yeah. But, but like you're saying, it's a real thing. It's am, Amberano. Yeah, Amberano. Do you remember when we first discovered and had the Angels Envy rye finished in the Caribbean uh, rum casks? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that, yeah, to yeah. me, almost, when we first discovered it, was amazing. Right. But now it's a little too sweet. This this was like almost rediscovering that, but not as sweet and off-putting. Oh. Now that we've moved into more of whiskey snobbery. Okay. This was Okay, this is Will, a good, you'd like go ahead and order some. Yeah. Will yeah. Carpenter, Data Liquor. Um RD1. We should just have him here taking notes next time. We really should. Like we'll just sit in the corner and just take Yeah, notes, just right now. <laughs> yeah, don't play the drums. <laughs> Just, just be quiet. <laughs> Were there any yeah. other surprises that uh, caught your attention? Uh, let's see. Uh, yes. Uh, so I brought a little kit. Ooh, we like this kits. Was, this was handy. My really good friend Jones. And we like handies. Gave that to me. Not the handy, but the kit. <laughs> um, from Westland Distillery, they are making a series of North American single malt whiskeys. Interesting. Right. So it's currently it's uh-huh. not a recognized category but there have been a few whiskey distilleries that are really pushing to have this recognized as a real thing okay so north american single malts right so there's a couple right. out here i think the 10 cup that's one of them it's out of colorado they i believe they were there yeah, yeah. so they um, had the metal little yes. shot glass yep. a strain of hands strain of hands a 10 cup they're the same distillery mm-hmm. good old strain, strain of hands amazing yeah. i love that one north american single malt and I tried strain of hands before I really understood what single malts were, and it was so off-putting, but that was five years ago. Now I have to go back and try it again. Right. Now yeah. you can sip it and really pay attention no, to it. Now I know what I'm doing. And then there's, um, was it a Westward Distillery out of Oregon? Um, that's amazing single malt. I've got some of that. Okay. That locality. So, well, this one is Westland Distillery. Okay. And so we've got a few samples of there. Just their regular American single malt whiskey. So tell us about Wait, single malt. You got it. Here, uh, there it is. There, you there we go. go. It's focused. All right. Do you wow, want good job. Pour a little. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not talk about it. Let's pour yeah. it and try this. So this one is their American single malt. And now we have a few different names. This one, the uh, Colaire, I think it is. I don't know. And this is an exploration of barley. So this is. Barley heavy. Okay. And then we have the Gariana, which is exploration of Gary Oak. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to be like. And the Solum, that exploration of Pacific Northwest peat. Hmm. Right? So we're so used to when we hear peat, we think of Isla Scotch, right? Yeah. Like, uh, here, open this one. That one's a peat. Okay. Pacific Northwest oh, peat. I want to finish with the peat because peat, yeah, peat sticks with you Woo-hoo. for too long, in my oh, wow. opinion. It's been known to have. Okay, so, all right. Okay, so let's this start. is the, the straight-up single malt. Yeah, I want, let's just go in order with what 
What's open? Oh, my God. You know, I got a damn spicy tequila in that glass. Huh? <laughs> a little bit here. All right. Here's. See, and I'm malt. just so. Whiskey. Oh, hey. Yeah, I know. Hey, I know. It's Hello there. Look at the nose. How are you? It's like yeah. scotch. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Made, it's made in Merca. <laughs> scotch from Merca. Mm. I don't like American scotch. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's got a certain peat to it, too. You, that bit. you wouldn't expect uh, like a, an American on the single malt back to end, like exactly. a really, uh, b- like a heavy barbecue smoke right? flavor to me. So yeah. maybe that's where the Americans Maybe that's in. just the char mm-hmm. coming no, through. No, but when, whenever I think of a, a peaty scotch, I think you got to be by the ocean, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you want the it's like the a salt. lowland. Right. Uh, so why not? You know, Pacific Northwest. I think they're Oregon. I think that's where they're from. Okay, this thing getting up. There we go. A little closer to your mouth, yeah. sir. There we go. How do? Not in. How do we? How do they get the peat in the scotch? You mean the smokiness? Yeah. How? Oh. Do, how is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sky is falling. <laughs> um, that is through roasting. Okay. Okay. So imagine you have a giant floor that maybe hardwood and you are going to spread out all of your malted barley. And the malting is when like the barley kind of sprouts a little. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it sprouts a little bit. Hey, I'm alive. I'm going to be something new. Right. Uh Then you kill it. So it doesn't grow anymore. Yeah. It's like brutal. Yeah. So so that's, that's the malting of it. But how you get the peat is you take this, this peat moss, that's wet grass, right? Yeah. And then you might have a chamber below that floor and you're going to burn that peat and it is extremely smoky. So that smoke goes upwards into the barley that's been resting above it. So the barley just absorbs all this heavy smoke. That's why peat tastes like smoke. Like If you've seen peat burn... That shit is smoky as hell. Yeah. Yeah. That is a fog. You are not going to see through that. So that's what they're doing. And they're just, is, they're putting the barley above yeah. that smoked peat. So it absorbs that the smokiness and then they distill that and it keeps that smokiness. Mm. So whoever came up with that shit, who was like, I'm going to burn some Scots. moss. Yeah. Above, you know, well, they like don't below. have a lot of woodlands. Right. So they, they needed some fire source material you, you dry out so, your yeah. peat bog which replenishes itself and then burn that shit and that's how you get your spirit well that's pretty cool aren't you a scotsman don't you know no i'm not a scot scotsman <laughs> i don't know what i am okay so <laughs> this one this is the colaire colier colary i don't know mm. okay. this one's an exploration of barley so that one's just going to be like the malted barley. Uh, uh, hold on, I got to figure this camera out. Yeah. Okay. And this is this West yeah. Westward Distillery. Westland. Westland. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Cool air. The Outpost Range. And so we've got this handy little booklet that has all these details that we can. I kind of like over. that. Uh, kind of like that single malt. <clears throat> Actually, the. The one we just tried. Where's this next one? What is that one? So this one is the um, the Colaire. Uh, 100 proof. Um, it's another American single malt. Okay. 
This will be interesting. This one's a, it could be just the malted barley or just barley heavy. This is my first time experiencing it. So like I'm just kind of going on what new, I can It's read. new to all of us. Yeah. This is a genius way to market your stuff though. Yeah. These little, little yeah, sample pack. Yeah, shit. Exactly. We put it in the right hands, you know. Ooh. This one has a lighter uh, color. Yeah, lighter coloring than the uh, uh, than the other one. Yeah, it's completely different. It's not. It's not as peaty. Mm-hmm. It's that the definitely easier to drink. Mm, wow, very bright. Yeah. yeah, very bright, refreshing. Lots of citrus, mm-hmm. apple. It's like that last one. I'd want with like, you know, it, it would cut through a cigar. Definitely. Yeah. This yeah. one get lost in a scar. This, this one definitely would. Um, but it has a really uh, light, pleasant finish to it. Man, I forgot to tell you. We were I do about- like it. This is sipping. Sorry. I just like yep. totally cut you off. No, you're fine. Mm-hmm. I was going to tell you this event was lots of fun. It was more than what I was expecting. But uh, God, we showed up and there's a slider truck there, right? Oh, yeah. Easy sliders. Easy sliders, man. Easy sliders. And uh, I walk up, I'm like, okay, I'm hungry because I hadn't eaten anything. I'm like, what what do you got? That sounds like perverted. She was like, oh, we're just handing these out. I'm like, okay, that's cool. What do they cost? She's like, no. It's free. We're handing them out. So you just back and forth the whole night getting all the sliders (laughs) you can handle, baby. It's been 15 minutes. No, I don't think you understand how transactions (laughs) work. You give me something, I give you something. A lady, I'm, I'm asking you, how do you take my money? No, I'm telling you. You who paid for, for the sliders? No, no, no. You don't understand. Let me explain this again. Okay. <laughs> so that was I that was that part of the event? Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it is. So they oh, got paid, man. obviously. So so basically, these events, once again, they're marketing towards their buyers, their Jeez. their customers. So if you are a brand, let's say you're you're St. George, and you have you want to meet up with 500 accounts, right? Yeah. It's a lot easier if they all come to you. So we got to do things to make them want to come to you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have this great uh, experience. And it's a nice uh, event center that mm-hmm. can hold all these different suppliers. You're going to throw out little tchotchkes. You're going to throw out something to help people remember you. Yeah. Oh, we're going to feed them. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, we got to make sure they have food so they don't get too intoxicated. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, we want you to taste things. We don't want... You don't want everybody getting sloppy drunk out they there. They need you to remember not, what you had. That's not encouraged. So it's very important. We need you to sample 500 spirits responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like you're, you're going to taste, you know, five gallons of booze. I mean, and they don't stinge. Responsibly, They're guys. not stingy on the pours either. They're pouring you usually yeah. an ounce. And I mean, you're getting so much. I'm taking a sip and then throwing the damn thing away. Because if Holy you, crap. I mean, by the time you're a third of the way through this, uh, area, you'd yeah. be completely smashed if you drank every sample. Yeah, all you wouldn't survive. I, I, I said that many times. Like, guys, it's perfectly acceptable in these functions to not finish every drink you get. Yeah, you got to hammer that home because like, you don't have to finish yeah. everything. And then it's like, taste everything. Even if you hate it, you're like, well, I don't really like it. Well, yeah. okay, that's great. Taste it. Now you know. Now you, you're they get throw it something. away. And then, you know, have a spit cup. So there's times I'm walking around with this. I got yeah. my own little spit cup. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. great. And yeah. Spit it out, right? Because I'm not trying to get wasted because then I won't remember anything. Just hearing that makes me want to put Dip. snuff in. Yeah. I don't know how that is going to go with the spirits. Okay. okay so I'm gonna, let's see here. Let's I'm, do the. I'm going to wait on the snuff. All right. We'll do the advice. Dariana, that one right there. That one is an exploration of Gary Oak. 
I'm not sure what that is. Gary Oak. I'm, I'm assuming it's wood, but Gary Oak. Here we go. A new species of oak. I'll just read from the. So this is called here. Gary, like G A R Y Gary Oak. G A R R Gary Indiana A N A Garyana. Traditionally, my, there have been four types of oak used for oh, whiskey really? casts, and none of them are natural species of the Pacific Northwest. Enter, whoa, Quercus okay. Garyana, a new species of oak to the world of whiskey, and one that uniquely expresses the essence of the Pacific Northwest. Westland has been diligently exploring the imprint of this rare species of flavor with great success in revealing its potential upon the world stage of whiskey. Hmm. There we are. So it's a rare breed of oak. Oh, okay. okay. Gary, how do you, Garyana. Garyana. How do you spell that? G-A-R-R-Y-A-N-A, as I'm pouring half the bottle into my glass. <laughs> That's a, I see, to see, uh, I really like that. Okay. A little darker in color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely a more oh the rich amber yeah it, it's a richer flavor as did well. Did you put this bottle up to the camera? No, I did no, not. Switch to me. Let's see if we get this get this to go. Make sure we get that going. Focus, focus. Come on, come on. It's still in my face. Come. There you there go. There we go. Now I'm turning the bottle around. I know it's hard to do everything because it's backwards. It's mirrored. Yeah, Gariana. Cool. Okay, so it's it's. This one drinks more like a scotch. Yes, this is a really mm. rich on the nose for flavor sure. packed. I think it's a more robust, like yeah. rich. You had it rich. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I oh, I like. I could that. get a bottle of this. Mm-hmm. I like it. I yeah. get. Uh, like, we'll write that down. Yeah, Gariana. Gariana. Like great um, coffee, roasted coffee bean. Oh, notes. okay. Yeah, yeah. And then some peaches. You get like some peaches or apricot? Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm with you on that. Peaches mm-hmm. and apricot. Man, I, this one's complex. Stone I like this fruit. Man, that's great. This is cool. Hmm. Wow. Uh, good I w- job. I was doing this with the good open job, mind. Westland. This is yeah. this shit's good. It's really good. How do you uh, how do you sample, Matt? Do you do the chew? Um, not so much the chew. It's more the nose with your mouth open a little bit. Yeah. Um. Well, let me put a little bit. I more think that's in something here. we should really rein in is like you know when right, when you're when Look. you're nosing whiskey, mouth open. You, you sure. you're gonna burn your you're gonna burn your nasal passages a little bit, but it's much less severe with your mouth open. Well, right. and, and you're going to so, uh, decrease it, your ability to discern. Uh-huh. Boom, boom. There we yeah. go. Is this on me? It's on you. Okay, so it is. We have on our whiskey you. in the glass. So you won't put your nose in the glass, but have your mouth open a little bit. Nice little breath. Get it. Enjoy the vapors. Mm-hmm. See if you smell any uh, notes that jump out at you, some predominant notes. Uh, and when you're tasting, what I do is uh, kind of like the wine tasting. I keep my teeth together and just open my lips a little and, mm-hmm. and just breathe in a little bit of air. It just makes sure, like, my mouth gets full of, you know, uh-huh. the air is pulling the vapors all over, and it's just, like, rolling around my tongue. So it gets all the taste buds and the taste centers of your mouth. I think that's a real way to... To really evaluate the spirit or wine right. or something, because you got to let it hit all of the the taste bud groups of your yeah. mouth. Because some things they pick up, you know, different notes differently. So, so sometimes I do that and I try to discern, and and then I always get back to a place where I'm just take like a sip, take another sip. And then take a third sip just to kind of take yeah. it all in. Yeah, the very first one is kind of wakes up your mouth. Yes. Right. 
So you you never evaluate something on the first sip. When that alcohol hits your tongue's like, what the hell happened? Yeah, here? yeah. Whoa, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> who, 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 what went there? Why? Uh, so anyway, so you got to wake those up, and then you take another sip, and then you like let it roll around because now your mouth is like, okay, this is what's happening. I'm ready. And right. That's right. Um, where's that, Gary? I'd I'd like another little sip of that. Okay. I mean, I'm pouring tiny little yeah here's. pours here. That one was that one's. Fantastic. It's, it's great stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's. And last. Okay, Will. But not least. Get us some of this shit. Mm-hmm. Solum. S O L U M. This one is going to be the expiration of peat. So, of Pacific Northwest peat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm kind of curious about this one. Now, I don't like to say whether I do or do not. Like, I, I I don't recommend anybody in this business to say, like, things that you hate. Oh, I hate this. It's, mm. oh, I don't like this. I think it's all horrible. Well, right. people have different tastes, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, what's that shit from uh, that that smoky whiskey we try? I pretty much hate that. Um, it's probably like Laphroaig. It's an Isla no, Scotch. No, if it's smoky, no, not even Scotch. It, it's, you know, we used to bomb people with it here. Mm. The... Uh, <laughs> God, what was that? The, you know, the smokestack or... Oh, the, the smokehouse or smokehouse. Yeah, the farm stock from... Um, no, smokestack. What is it? From smoke Whistle Pig. Yeah, yeah, from oh, Whistle Pig. It's like... Pig? No, this was really smoky. I think it was like smokehouse. I don't remember. Oh. It was terrible. I, I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. It, it was it's, like they poured liquid smoke it, into yeah. the bottle. But that's yeah, what... Yeah. They've got a market for it. Yeah. It's just not us. So it's like PD scotches, right? I'm not a huge... That's not my thing. Yeah, Lafroy. But I, some people love it. So, okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You want smoky? Gotcha. I've, I've got a bottle of Lagavulin 16-year-old at home. Wow. And I try it about once every once every year. And That's it's good. Still, to, maybe one day I'll, I'll enjoy it. <laughs> That's the hopes. But some people really love it. So I, I was that way with IPAs, though. You know, you, you have to kind of yeah. work your way. Nobody, I don't think anybody drinks an IPA and goes, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, but it's like. It's it's like a sign of manliness, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm choking down. I want an IPA. Coincidentally, your sign of manliness IPA. is full of phytoestrogens and causing man boobs. That's right. <laughs> so, drink up for your manliness. <laughs> Are we saving the man boobs now? <sighs> Save the man boobs. I mean, men men get breast cancer too. It's true. I love the nose on this. It's heavy smoke on the nose. Yeah, but on the taste, it's not. It's not, not as much really. smoke as I was expecting. And and it's it's I have to, it's kind of a uh, more American smoke. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like <laughs> this ain't no Scotsman smoke. I know. I wonder what uh, what it's aged in as far as like oak or whatnot. But maybe I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know like what the barrels pe- they use or I like a lot. Little, Those would be good questions to ask. Little smoke. That's just campfire smoke to me. Yeah, That's it is. It's not the peaty smoke of Scotland. Mm. Yeah, but it's not that shit that was in like that smokestack. No, okay. no, that's just liquid smoke. <laughs> yeah. This is pleasant. <laughs> yeah. This is pleasant. So we should ask we should ask my friend Jones if she would come on the podcast. Dude, that'd would be that great. Would that be awesome? Yeah. yeah. I love her. She's awesome. I don't know who that is, but absolutely. She's super. The, uh, one of the best parts about my field, my career just my life, whatever, is mm-hmm. I meet a lot of really interesting people. 
And once you get to know them, you're like, damn, cool people. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. They're, and they're just like really solid folks. And then yeah. they work for brands. You know, it's like they might work for this one brand one year. They'll do it for a little while. And then another comes along, another bigger position. So, you know, they go to the other one. It doesn't mean like they're jumping ship or anything. It's just like, wow, they've got better, you know, promotions and opportunities for yeah. like really cool advancement. Right. And as a buyer, I can't help but associate some of these liquor brands with the people involved in them. Yeah. So that's why, like, I'm pretty choosy at locality on the spirits of my bag bar. There's a lot that, like, I've never heard of that. What is that? Well, yeah, yeah. It's my friend yeah, cool. works for them. and Cool people. It's really great. They do a lot of great Which stuff. Which, in a way, back. like, your selection is a reflection of yourself. and uh-huh. Yeah, and, and, my values, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of wild whenever you get down to it. That's why you, you love the Whiskey Bros so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all share values. Yeah, you don't just ca- carry the normal shit. No. Right? I think it's kind of boring. It's boring. I hate boring. Yeah, there's all, I mean, there's plenty of bars out there where you can just get Coors Light and Jack Daniels, right? Yeah. And yeah. Those guys are a valid point. Yeah. yeah. Be creative. Be I'm, flamboyant. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes. Do you say be flamboyant? <laughs> I did say be like, flamboyant. Be flamboyant. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right. I would never, yeah. I would never be yeah. like that. <laughs> just, I would never go out looking for attention. <laughs> what? Ah. Uh. I don't know. That's something a, to be said about a really great dive bar, though. I'm not going to lie. That's true. There's yeah. sometimes yeah. I really want a great dive bar. Go, go get a Lone Star. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. I got them. Or a Miller High Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Champagne of beers. That's right. Every, it's a funny story about that. Every New Year's Eve, I have a, like a champagne list and then also have like the High Life in a <laughs> champagne flute. Like whatever, get a bucket of high life. Why not? <laughs> Let me chill it for you. I'll put, put in a champagne bucket. <laughs> Important of I mean, a champagne flute. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Why not? That's one way to find a, a little dose of humbleness. That's it. Um, New Year's Eve. That one was surprisingly really good. That was. I, I liked it for this. a while until yeah. about the fifth sip, and then it was like, okay, it's a little overpowering. Smoking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- I think that my Gary favorite. Anna. The Garyana is good. Garyana, yeah. Garyana, Gary, Indiana. I wonder if that's like where the name came from. I don't know. I don't know. You can't say Gary, Indiana, so it's Gary. I'm definitely going to be looking these people up. Gary-ana. Yeah. You can ask. Yeah, that's Gary, Indiana is my wife's old awesome. uh, old turf. She's rough. Rough stock there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's like Music Man territory. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, I've seen the that. The musical? Yeah. I've yes. never seen it. I guess I'm not flamboyant enough uh, to see that. You know, 76 <laughs> trombones? No. you got to see it. Music oh, Man? dude, it's... Huh. Yeah, it's essential watching. How, how old is this movie? And and anybody from Gary, Indiana, if they don't identify with that musical, it's because it's about Gary. I don't know Indiana. if they have TV it's there just, anymore. I don't know. Poor <laughs> upbringing, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's, know your history, folks. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. That's right. right. I've seen that. And it, coincidentally, <laughs> that movie reminds me of, of of something that has happened in in Bridgeport before I arrived uh-huh. <laughs> um this is a segue so um, yeah. okay so bridgeport actually has a theater yes they do they, they live action theater yes. right so it's the arcadia theater right and it's on the other side of the street right for me yeah so yeah. i look at it hey there's theater it's not being used all the time but we did something really cool this year um in bridgeport because october on friday the 13th Actually happened in October. Uh-huh. So, a few of us who are on the 
the council for, you know, the main street in Bridgeport thought about like, Hey, October's spooky month, right? What if we had a movie? What if we showed Friday the 13th on oh, Friday the 13th? <laughs> and then of course everybody's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Hold my beer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so we had some great people put this together. I mean, they got it, made it happen. So Crystal Smith, which maybe we should have her on the podcast someday. Okay. Don't know who that is either, but well, let's get you, them on here. You'll meet her. I, okay. I deal with her a lot. She's in charge of like what goes on in Main Street. Oh, then and, yeah, um, we need to have her on So here. she's the one that actually can acquire the movies that we can play at theater. So she got uh, Friday 13th Part 3, the one with the 3D glasses. Yeah. And we promoted it on Friday the 13th at 10.13 p.m. is when they started it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So <laughs> me being me, I'm like, well, we got to have a party. <laughs> yes. So, Hello. So we, I'm right across the street. We threw a, like a little 80s slasher movie party together. You dress up in costumes and whatnot. Yeah. And then, you know, when the movie started, go in, see the movie. Do you have any great. pictures posted on your Facebook page? Possibly. Let's look that up um, real quick while you're talking. I don't know if... I probably put stuff before it and just leading up to it, but that was one of the busiest Fridays we've had forever. Now, <clears throat> how does the music man come into play on this? Uh, yeah. Right? I'm, I'm curious. Because I've been dying I'm, for I'm, somebody else. I'm waiting else. to see where you're taking this. Yeah, I've this been is an dying segue. for somebody to have witnessed the music man to get this um, connection that I put okay. together. Oh, yeah. That, that was, if you go up, that was our, uh, we had our anniversary. The theme was Mean Girls. Have you seen the movie? Oh, yeah. Then you Are get we it. allowed to be looking at it? this on... Uh, yes, yes. Okay. <clears throat> yes. That was back when Lindsay Lohan was hot. That was before she went uh, ape shit crazy. Yeah. Was, yeah, I got you. A lot of stars yeah. that way. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. So, and anyway. I felt the same way about Britney Spears. Mm, well, yeah. <laughs> You're like, go, If, no. if Britney Spears Why'd isn't the there? best representation of the, the situation of America right now, Boom. that was America's oh. sweetheart, and Ballad. now look at her. Yeah. Uh, and now look at us her country. Up. Use her up. Okay, so all right, let me try to. Okay, we got. Let me you try on to get track. on this train of thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> music man. Okay, so I have been in Bridgeport four years. Right, so we just had our four year anniversary. Nice, congratulations. So, thank you very much. We have our first enlistment done. So now we re-enlisted for another God knows how long. Uh, but so the story is what I've been hearing from p- residents, people who live there forever. The theater was. Purchased by some private entity, and then a person was hired to bring it to life, to actually use it, and to bring like plays really? and stuff to it. Yes, yeah. a person. I have no idea who this is. Okay, this is just things that I've heard from people who have lived there. And so a person <laughs> came and was like, "Hey, we're gonna put a lot of money into sound system and making this thing." something great uh-huh. okay great and then we're gonna show plays we're gonna do like yeah seasons long of it okay awesome yeah we need y'all to prepay for season passes to this theater <laughs> group super how much do you need well i don't know the exact amount but we just need y'all to pay up front uh-huh. that's what we need okay great oh we're gonna get actors like super right so we're gonna have like i don't know a dozen plays or, or whatever in the season okay great they did like one play and the dude up and oh, left. Dude. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> so first time somebody told me, I was like, hey, that's a music man. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? That's a music man. That's a music man. Yeah. I, have I you have not to... seen the music man? Yeah. No, yeah, he, yeah. He goes into damn town. He's like, you guys need a band. I'm going to put a marching band together. I just need money to buy stuff for the band. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, 
I'm going to go run off. But then, you know, humanity comes through and he's like, well, really, these kids are great. It's a great town. That's right. Then he met like the a change of character. Yeah. You know, Yo, sure. change of heart. And he came back. And So certainly you've heard of Marion the Librarian. Nope. Marion the Librarian. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that character, yeah. you know, like the I remember a the reference hot librarian with oh, glasses. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know that came from yeah. like a mainstream cinema yeah. movie. I thought that, that was, was different. No, was that was a, different video. Those came yeah. from other videos. No, 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 no. That archetype. Yeah, that archetype came from the Music Man. Okay. Yeah, and the character of Marion the Library. When did this movie come out? It was, uh, we're talking like. Yeah, well, 1960 or okay. something. I'm, all right, that's Wait, going on the list. Yeah. Music, the Music Man. Yeah. yeah, and it's good for kids too. Like you know, it's, oh, so it's it is a kid friendly movie. Yes. Okay, even with hot librarians. Yeah. Dude, I can mm-hmm. like hear it in my mind. You <laughs> know, 76 trombones <laughs> at the big parade. Yeah, I know, right? yeah. Now we're gonna get into it. <laughs> Just check it out. Just check it out. So, anyways, but I could not help but make that. That connection when somebody told me, yeah, this person, I don't know who it is or when that happened, but he just kind of like left. Like, what? Man. Yeah. So the city owns it. Okay. So the theater is owned by the city of Bridgeport. Okay. So and we're, we're coming few, into current age. Right. So there's a few okay. great people that, like, hey, we want to make this thing happen. Something. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to That's use cool. it for the residents. And to you, make ha- it you have asset. a theater group there. Right. Uh, yes, 940 players. Yeah, right? the 940 players. Um, okay. And they've been doing some performances. And it's really great witnessing the, it being used more frequently. Yeah. So it's like, all right, that's great. You know, it brings some life to the street. Yeah. And it's an asset that's actually being used, not just sitting there. And we, they had a great success with the Friday the 13th. Because uh, at first knows? we were Maybe like, should we have something that's rated R? Yeah. Can we do that? We're right. like, well... Hold my beer. I'm going to do it anyways, <laughs> damn it. And it was a great success. It was a great turnout. Um, everyone responded very well. And I look to, you know, having more grown-up date night movies. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Because it's one thing. We were able yeah. to say, there are not going to be any kids in this theater. <laughs> oh, and by the way, <laughs> we can actually take to-go cocktails into the theater. What? So you can order yes. in locality, like, yeah. walk okay. across the road into legally. the theater. Yeah, You can legally. Yeah. Because I take cocktails into the theater all the time. But yeah. You don't have yeah. to hide them in your wife's purse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How exactly? Okay. So that's, how, that's how exactly what I do it. What do you it. use So it encourages smuggle. business, right? So the city I, of Bridgeport, I am going to give them a lot of credit. They've been really open to encouraging our businesses to do well. And by, yeah. I'm not saying like relaxing laws, but actually doing things legally to have some words changed. Right. In, um... You know, some in, of the in the, the existing yeah. legal where people feel make it comfortable with hanging work. out in a downtown area, correct? And not correct. being hounded. So by you the can police. actually get a alcoholic beverage from a licensed uh, business mm-hmm. uh, locality or 1860 Pizza. Yeah, and carry it down the street. Yeah, so you can walk up and down Halls Street with it and go shopping into one of the retail stores. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. What are you? I won't backtracking. What the hell do you use to smuggle in cocktails into a theater? <laughs> How does this? Yeah. How does this happen? What do you use I, to accomplish? Zima's this? not really cocktail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Do they still have those? I don't know. I would buy I it. Think, just I, think they, yeah. I think they have made a comeback. I mean, yeah. what retro it's thing hasn't? Okay, literally, will write that down. Will Zima, Zima Mike's Heart Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's find no, those. no. My wife, whenever we go to the movies, she takes a 
big ass purse. Oh. And, and we take popcorn. We take M Ms. <laughs> takes a popcorn machine. Yeah. How do you get away? I mean, I'm really. They have infrared cameras in these theaters. Do they? And they look for shit like that. Yes, oh, they do. Shit. Oh, okay, big brother. I'm, Dude, well, I'm just no saying. Way. I'm probably. impressed. I'm probably not looking for people. I'm, like, I'm not recording. tattling. I'm impressed. Like, okay, good for you. Yeah, I'm just impressed. That's how I, they caught that Lauren. Foods. That's how they caught Lauren Bobert, Bobert, whatever the uh, bimbo from California, Colorado. Bieber. That representative. She. That's how they caught her vaping and, and getting all touchy feely with her boyfriend. They on an infrared camera. See, oh shit, that is just that goes illegal? to show you that vaping is wrong. Well, I mean, I Let's agree. See what happens. Yeah, Cinemark vape. was really like, vape. we yeah. are not going to allow vaping. Cinemark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just, don't put stuff in but your But Hansy's okay. Hansy's okay, as long as it's Dark. under the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, be it's discreet about it. Come on, people. Be yeah. discreet. Right. So uh, Bridgeport Veterans Parade and Locality Veterans Events are coming up as well. Oh, yes. So November is, is going to be full for okay. me. Um, first of all, November 10th. Is a Marine Corps birthday, mm-hmm. yep. FYI, just so you know. And as a Marine Corps veteran, it's very important for me to recognize that. And now that I have a business and I've got a bar, I can have a space for other Marine Corps veterans to come together on November 10th. Okay. Those might be a lot of times you're a veteran, but maybe you don't really know anybody. So yeah. what do you do? You're just at home and reminiscing about, you know, being with your buddies. Yeah, the Marine Corps birthday ball or something, right? Yeah. And but now it's a place where like you can you don't even have to be Marine Corps veteran. There's some years where like we'll have some Army veterans come by just because they know there's going to be some veterans together. Yeah, so it's just it's camaraderie. Yeah, and it's like have we you, don't we don't restrict anybody. I'm like, no, you can't be in here. It's have all you talked welcome. with uh, Mark from Marker Sellers. Um, yes, but so, not about this. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. he that's his passion is veterans. Mm-hmm. And well, this bottle right here, I I, yeah, I saw that. I, I can't put it, it on a camera because it's in the middle of the table. But uh, I mean, I can. We can't reach it. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, my bag. So, like so one thing that Marker Seller does is they they celebrate veterans mm-hmm. and well, and very seriously too. Yeah. Well, this November, so you may be have good to, opportunity for that. I, yeah, and I imagine they're going to do something well when we have them. The uh, Veterans Day Parade in downtown Bridgeport on Saturday, November 11th. Yep, yep. Actual Veterans Day is the 10th. No, it's the 11th. Is it Veter- the 11th? Yeah. Okay. I only know it because it's the day after the Marine Corps birthday. Okay, gotcha. So it's like, when's Veterans Day? Well, the Marine Corps birthday is on the 10th, so it must be the 11th. Okay, that's it. That's my logic. That's how it works. Hey, it uh, works. It works. And uh, and also, funny story, so my daughter's birthday is November 9th. That's perfect. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. So, so we, we, uh, we made the decision to like induce labor when my daughter's born. She's gonna be seventeen years old this year. Holy shit. I know. Doesn't that like uh, sink in? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when we were meeting with the doctor who was actually going to deliver her, he's like, "Okay, well, we can induce. You, here's the time frame. This between these days would be optimal." And so, and I looked at the calendar, I was like, oh my God, it could be Marine Corps birthday, right? So my <laughs> wife, and I'll give her a lot of credit for this, this was her wisdom, and it's a conversation basically like, hell no, you're not going to be out drinking with your friends on your daughter's <laughs> birthday. I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. How about yeah. the ninth? Is that good? Ninth? She was like, yes, day, <laughs> day sooner would be great. 
Okay, perfect. So daughter's birthday ninth, Marine Corps birthday tenth. We've got Veterans Day eleventh. Uh, I'm gonna drink a lot that weekend. Yeah, yeah. But that's life. Don't call me on Sunday. <laughs> that's life. <laughs> that's it. Um, but so the Marine Corps birthday, we're gonna have it at locality, and it'll be on Friday, November tenth. Uh, now that I have a back room, which you may have seen from when we have the taste bridge. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. So nice back we'll room. be able to put that up. We always we always have a cake. It's a Marine Corps birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, one of the guys, uh, Brad Price from Broken Tusk Adventures, which we're gonna we're gonna be talking with him, yeah, yep. later on. So he's a Marine Corps veteran as well. So okay. he brought his he brought his old NCO sword. So of course we did the we're gonna cut the cake with a sword. Oh, that's last awesome. year. It was it was great. And then we had another um, former Marine, Dan. This guy I love. He's the most active dude, and I think he works at the uh, Wise Fitness, Fit and Wise. Um, he was a Vietnam era fighter pilot. Like he flew F four oh, wow. Phantoms in Vietnam. Wow! This dude's got some stories. And I he's amazing. So. so he'll he'll be there as well. He was there last year in record birthday. So okay, so so go out and celebrate Veterans Day in Bridgeport on Saturday the eleventh. On Saturday right. the eleventh. So we're gonna okay. We're making a whole damn day of it. Yeah. Look for uh, details coming up, but it's also gonna have a concert too. We have a stage, and we're going to have a concert with the Brothers Beckham. The, really? Yeah, those guys, they played at our uh, Crawfish Boil fundraiser yeah. last year, and they're amazing. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil any surprises, but the guys, they their music is, is very similar to Jimi Hendrix. That's one of their main influences. Yeah. So I'm I, Jimi Hendrix. I, I think we're going to that, okay. Chance. Are we? You guys Yeah, to. we are. Okay, sounds good to me. That's, that's a, it's yeah. a date. Yeah, so those guys are great. And look forward to that. So Veterans Day in downtown Bridgeport. We're going to make a whole day of it, and we'll post up all the um, details later. Okay, so keep an eye on your Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, we'll share socials. them. Yeah. We'll, That'll be coming up. We'll, fill, you know, we'll port that through the Whiskey Bros, too. Definitely. Uh, let's take a little, a little second to tell uh, folks about our sponsor. Yeah. About um, Autron a Tarantula. Steel. A tarantula. A tarantula, yeah. So, anyways, this right here is a month and a half supply of Autron Teal, and we are going to be giving it away. Yes. Um, not sure exactly how it's going to work. It's going to be done through social media, but you'll have a chance to win this uh, month and a half supply here. Uh, functions as prebiotics to feed our good bacteria, as postbiotics to improve systemic health, boost your immune function, Potent antioxidants, antibacterials, and antifungal properties helps regulate inflammatory response, anti-aging properties, which is nice, and improved athletic performance and recovery. So this is targeted towards people that have digestive issues that suffer with uh, IBS, mm-hmm. uh, bloating, stuff like that. Even for me, it's really helped me in the department of heartburn and uh, reflux. Yeah. It really has. And it's made um, with polyphenol, so you get the, the you're improving your your gut microbiome, right? And in right. the end result that you're gonna be, I guarantee you, you're gonna be able to tell that this is making a difference because you're gonna go from a one star shit to a five star shit. That's right. That's the <laughs> so, so that's our marketing campaign right there. So to there. put that in layman's terms, uh, okay, if you're gonna eat a meal that's gonna make you feel like shit, you take it. Yes, definitely. Right. Yeah. And and. And then you won't feel like shit, but you're going to have amazing shit. Yeah. I mean, you should take it. Uh, they've they've kind of got a program laid out for you for people that suffer from 
yeah. IBS or um, bloating frequently or, you know, occasional sufferers, or if you want to do maintenance dosing, or if you just want to protect, protect your overall uh, gut microbiome. I mean, we all can't eat healthy 100% of the time because yeah. of, you know, lifestyle and, uh, and what you can get your hands on mm-hmm. uh, to eat. It's, it's not always going to be the healthiest option. So that right there, Atron Till is going to make a, a really nice difference in your life. And we've Got my testimony, uh, other whiskey bros' testimony, friends of ours, relatives. Well, I got a lot of patients that take it. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. and I've had patients that have taken it for a while, and then they're like, "Okay, I'm I'm not gonna like keep paying for this. I think I'm good." Yeah. And they stop it, and then within a month, two months, now they're they're back on it. Yeah. I mean, we're we're not going to jerk you around with a lot of bullshit and, and with stuff that we've, we've not tried for ourselves. Yeah. And, uh, Dr. Brown, who's now on the cover of Newsweek for this product. Is he really? He really is. And okay. he's stated on this show himself that this is a product that he's taking as well. Like he's not going to develop something in market and put it out there if he's not going to take it himself. So, so give it a try. Yeah. Keep an eye you out know? on our socials for Outron Teal and how to uh, win a month and a half supply of this and change your life and protect your gut microbiome. Yeah. So, so, okay. Here, I, I hate to keep, beating a dead horse, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's like you could change your lifestyle, eat completely healthy all the time. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and fix those problems. But chances are you're not gonna, you're not gonna. And chances are what you find and have been told is healthy is not all the time going to be healthy. That's like the you. theme of our podcast. You've been lied to most of your life and that's, man, we are slowly following into falling into a, a, a mantra and that is like just whole foods, real food, healthy, yeah. sustainable living. It's not just about whiskey and spirits with the whiskey bros anymore. It's like about yeah a good, decent lifestyle. We have a whole lot of um, stuff on the agenda that we're not going to get to this episode. We're going to wait for Savage to be back with us, but yeah, that's that's kind of the niche that we're falling into, and uh-huh. I'm, I'm so again, we're not going to bullshit. Poor Savage, you. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, he he let he let an un- unhealthy lifestyle get to him this week. <laughs> he did, oh. man. Yeah, I'm sure, has nothing to do with. He's down and out with the gout. With the gout, <laughs> I'm sure, there's absolutely nothing to do with alcohol consumption on my. Uh, no, not at all. Right, not at Obviously all. Obviously, not related <laughs> at all. Not at all. So you were uh, telling us about an unfortunate circumstance with the freaking uh, Guardians of the Children who's been on here (laughs) with us before. I was not expecting this. This is wild. So our our good friends, uh, Guardians of the Children, um, who uh, we all know they they do a lot to help kids who have gone through abuse. Mm -hmm. And the children that they they help support, they refer to them as their little guardians. Mm -hmm. Okay? So this past Sunday, I believe... They were on a ride going to one of their little guardians. I think it was a birthday party or something. And a dump truck veered off into their uh, ongoing oncoming lane. No and, shit. And it hit one of the um, one of the guardians. And uh, his name is Mr. W. And mm-hmm. he is 
He's one of the large guardians, so he I was able to, to take the brunt of it, but he paid the price. His I believe we arm, worked with Mr. W at the car wash, right? He was there. Oh, uh, he was there. Yes, yeah. definitely. Uh, we got pics here, so be, oh, be warned. So Be it, warned if it, you're squeamish, turn yeah, away Do not now. look at this. So this is what happens when the dump truck sideswipes your left hand and arm. Oh, they're going to come through tiny because it was a freaking. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, he, oh, there we go. Man, look at that. Does he still have all his fingers? Yes, yes, he does. He's he's all stitched up. He's got staples, and he's in good spirits. I mean, he they're joking around about it. He's very proud. Yeah, I, yeah, I I will admit this too. Wow, a lesser man would not have, I don't know, say survived this, but he is very proud of the fact that he did not lay his bike down. <laughs> well, that's what he said. Yeah. He's like, there's I didn't lay bike. down. Um, that was the bike, and all his damage is the uh, like the mirror, one of the handlebars. And good job. And a pool of blood. Pool of blood. Look at but that. Where he stopped, he parked, put the kickstand down. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know if anybody would have the the, the mindset to do that. It, I mean, it would be completely understandable if he's like laid it down and he's screaming on the on the ground. Look, they got two tourniquets on him. <laughs> yeah. Just. So was anything protecting, you know, the broken, or was this all just lacerations? Uh, these are lacerations. Yeah. I they might have a fracture, God. but um, I don't think I sent you the picture. But like his Apple Watch was smashed, and oh. he says that that kept his wrist from being broken. Wow, really? The Apple Watch. So wow. there you go. But don't tell Apple. Apple that they'll 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 promote it. And, yeah. I tell you what, or pay him, <laughs> pay him. Yeah, okay. having talked yeah. to him, yeah. that's a funny ass dude. But uh, yeah, right he's a there. great guy. Uh, he's in good spirits. But it just—I wasn't expecting that. Um, they came through locality last night with their—they had a like a Halloween party, so they're all dressed up in costumes. And then I'm like, "Well, you got a cast on your wrist. Like, what kind of costume is this? Like, what is this? It's like you're really going into it for being a crippled person or whatever. I don't know." He's like, "No, man, I got hit by a dump truck." Like, I mean, who can say that? It's like Savage Bro getting bit by a snake, yeah. you know? Literally, That's, dump truck, like a real, yeah, dump truck veered off, hit him. Now, and then once again, this goes saying something about his character and how, how much they care about each other because they're riding side by side. So, his yeah. one of his brothers was on his right hand side. So, if he, he could have avoided it, he could have veered out of the way of this dump truck, but he would have knocked his brother off. Yeah, and then God knows what would happen. Just, so basically, in the split second timing, he thought, "I can handle this." So he took this brunt. Yeah, nobody else got injured. He just took it. Him, yeah, and God. yeah, it was, it was, it was something else seeing that, and it really made me think about it. It's like you know what? How many times are we driving down the road and then oh. bikes go by us, or you wonder why? Like, why are you hardly so loud? You know, kind of thing. Yeah, they need to be seen. Yeah, it's like. You need to pay attention to these bikes on the road. Definitely share you know? the road, man. I, and and I used to ride for a ten year period at a Harley, a, sh- uh, a night train. Um, but I don't know if I could get it. It's just such a crazy and different world with uh, mobile, like the technology and distractions that people have in their car now. Oh, that's no joke. Uh, it's a uh, man. You're taking your life in your own hands when you get on a motorcycle. So I don't know if I could do it anymore. But yeah, definitely. Well, you got a kid. Share now. the road. Yeah. And yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. And these guys, they, they do these rides often and it brings a lot of joy to the little guardians. It means a lot. And it's something that they do every year that's coming up is they do this toy run. Uh-huh. You remember that? Yep. So yep. every year they do this toy run and I think it's what? December it's usually the first part of December. Yeah. Yeah. Early. Um, 
Yeah, it's December 3rd, and I'll just uh, I'll let you guys know that they are in need of some sponsors because they had a big title sponsor okay. last year that, for some reason or not, they, they are not doing it this year. I think it's personnel yeah. change within that company. Mm. So the person who committed to all this is no longer with that company, so now they're like, crap, we need... We need some sponsorships. Yeah. So um, I'm probably, I'm going to try to do some kind of fundraiser again. Okay. It might be a little chilly for car wash this time. <laughs> I mean, we'll I'll take it over 118. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Hell. But I if mean, anybody, if there's, if you have a company or you, you're looking for some kind of really good charitable cause that you want to give to, to really touch some lives of yeah. some young people. This is it. Then the Guardians of Children, solid organization. Trust me completely, and I'll do whatever I can to help them. You know, that's uh, yeah. I'm gonna throw it at the lines at Enzo and see see what we could do. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they could totally use some sponsorship. Two bucks or five bucks or ten bucks or five thousand bucks. I mean, that's it. You're getting closer to the end of the year too. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't if you yeah. haven't blown through your expense accounts and you need some more uh, money to blow, charity works. You can write off charity at the end of the year. We'll ask Carson and his uh, lady at San CPA. You know, True story. Got to so, spend it if you don't want the government to get so it. So if you did want to give to that, who would you? Okay, so Mama Bear, um, she mentioned that we can give out, you know, her phone number. You can okay. You can contact her, and she will give you the paperwork. Okay. That you know gives you all the information. And do you have her there. phone number? Yes, I do. Oh, perfect. Do you want to? We could say it now, or do you want to put it, put it up on the video? Yeah, we'll put it up on the video. We'll okay. list it in the. Uh, uh, whatever underneath was it? Was it? What is put it a called? banner up. Banner. Yeah. 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 We'll put a banner up, or you can call Mama Bear. Uh, if you're listening and you're not watching us on video, which that's okay, we we'll allow that. Uh, you can call Mama Bear at nine four zero three nine three thirteen thirty six. But be and ready it, to talk. Be ready to hear mm-hmm. some stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. She's gonna she's gonna let you know some things, but. Call her and ask her how to donate. She's got to oh, be yeah. one of my favorite Definitely. people ever. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I told him last night, I'm like, hey, I'm going to be with the Whiskey Bros tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Smiled. She's like, I love those guys. Those are so great. Um, I know. It's, we got to invite her to some parties. Yeah. Or maybe like right before the toy run, have them up, you know, get people primed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tell her the story about why be they cool. do the toy run. Yeah. People know. need to know that story. They need to know why yeah. they exist. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh oh yeah, you were talking about becoming a parent again, and one of these things I'm finding funny. Oh, oh. I'm oh. finding funny other than the you know lack of sleep. But one yeah. thing I'm finding funny. Why are is we bef- Why are we owing it? I mean, we're just like, reliving. Oh, I'm like I don't oh, know if I can survive. Another I, year. Before yeah, I was a parent, I, I didn't like I didn't like to hold other people's kids. I didn't uh, babies, you know, mostly I didn't like to like don't hand me your child. I don't want I don't want to <laughs> hold your child. What do What do you no, now that I'm a parent and everybody that's got a, a little infant or something, I'm oh, like, oh, just, give me the, yeah, I want to hold you. Yeah, I love these little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love how uh, Overton parties went from childless events to, to <laughs> Child, kids everywhere. Children included. I know. <laughs> it's like I showed up last night to the Halloween party and I had my, like, you know, neighborhood, like, vigilante killer, <laughs> you know, outfit. And you were bat dad. Yeah, I was bad dad. Yeah. And and so I had this like creative thought before the party. And here I thought I was going to like an adult party. Yeah. And 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 so I was like, oh dude, I'm gonna stick a sock <laughs> in my tights. 
And, you know, just kind of make my package bigger. Yeah, it's like I might have had it. BDBD, Big Dick Bat Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, I might have had it, like, go down to my knee, you know. And, and, and then I show well, up. There's everything on that utility belt in there. I know, right? I show where does, up. Where does Batman keep all those, those appliances, those tools and right. weapons? Right? And, and there's, like, 15 kids running around. That's what it felt like. And you ro- like, you still rocked oh, it the whole party. Yeah, I didn't take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say it down to your knee, but you do have pretty short legs, so it's not. <laughs> I mean, Ouch. <laughs> That's it. So, have you gotten to the bounce houses yet? Are you no, on the parties. Yeah, not not that place yet. But yeah, we were the we were the last That'll holdout happen. for uh, you know adults only parties, and then we we screwed all mm-hmm. that up and had a kid. Yeah. So yeah. No. yeah. And we welcome children into our household. <laughs> and I welcome your children in my arms. I love holding little infants. They're like the best thing ever. When you can make somebody else's kid smile, it's mm-hmm. like amazing. I know how to yeah. make my daughter smile, but when you can grab somebody else's little baby, I'm like, oh, what's up? And they're like, ah. And you're like, all right, I didn't terrify you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of those experiences that like you, you can't really describe to someone to have them understand what it's like to have a child. You can't. Now and before like once you have one, then you're not like, uh huh. B- BC oh, before children, like you, I mean, if somebody did hand your kid, you don't know how to interact with a a, a toddler. Yeah, am I going to break like, this? What do yeah. I do with this thing? I don't yeah. want that kind of responsibility. <laughs> what, are, what are we? Okay, he farted. Hey, he shit his pants. There you go. It's back. See, that's a wonderful thing about other people's kids, though. You can uh, give them back. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There that's you are. Yeah, yeah. Kind of stuck with your own. This is cute. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's wrap it up with something about Halloween and, and your perspective on Halloween. I just don't get it. I Why? still don't get Halloween. Uh, because, okay, so I get, like, the dressing up. Mm. Like, that's fun. It's like, let's devote a holiday to costumes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool, you know? But the dark shit. I don't understand, like, how Halloween became, like, witches and ghosts and, like, you know, zombies and and I would monsters. think through just the millenniums of storytelling, like Mexico has Dia de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, right? that has a, a little more to that. Yeah, there's a little more significance to that. Like it's a it's celebration like to of ancestors for your right? dead ones coming back. And, you know, they have the day that you can offer. You remember you, them. You can offer them gifts and remember them and, and you know, feel connected to their spirit. Right. And yeah, but does Halloween like serve a purpose? Like what's the Halloween's dark a little side? Unclear, yeah. Purpose. I mean, obviously, it's a holiday. It's just a commercial. It's, it's a reason to buy shit. It's <laughs> right. It's manufactured by Nestle. Yeah, there you and go. Hershey's. I'm telling there you. There you go. It's a holiday. It's manufactured by candy companies and dentists. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. Dentists are in on it too. It's just like Valentine's Day. Right. Where was Valentine's Day before Hallmark? I'm just, I don't know. Uh, valid point. I don't know. I don't think it was there. What's this? I mean, every, so, every like florist. <laughs> so you think they, like, you know, some big wigs are sitting around. They were like, okay, we need a holiday in the fall. And, <laughs> and, and, and Listen, this quarter's been bad. Think of some ways to sell some candy, yeah. people. Right. Got a lot of chocolate here. And then you had the world's white women show up and like, listen, we've got a plan. Halloween. That's it. Halloween. We're gonna dress up kids. We're gonna yeah. dress up kids. We're, we're gonna, gonna eat and drink. Eat pumpkin spice lattes. Loads of candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The dentists know. are gonna cash in. Yeah. In November and December. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, okay, so October Follow becomes the like money. National it's Horror Movie Month, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you like you get on Netflix, it's it's just horror films. I'm, I'm opposite, man. I'm mm. an oxymoron. Like, I find more enjoyment in horror stuff after Halloween. Like, when Christmas time is everybody's cheerful here, I'm like, let's play the Resident Evil. Let's watch yeah. all the horror movies. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm an anomaly, yeah. I guess. Oh, here's a good... Uh, Christmas Santa Claus movie. Mel Gibson did one. I think it's called Fat Man. Yes. Have you seen it? I still have not seen that. It's in my queue. <laughs> I have not. Loved, you have to watch it. Have that. you watched it? Then? I love it. It's it's so it's so cheesy. Hilarious. <laughs> it's a premise of uh what if Santa Claus was secretly working for the CIA. <laughs> oh. Well, and, and he made well. money from the CIA because he knew location of everyone in the world. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and what if one kid who got coal in his stockings is a spoiled little brat rich kid hires a hitman to kill Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and this hitman was tracking down Santa Claus, but because Mel Gibson, he's like, very well armed with oh, his sure. So his elves are basically like military unit, and you know it kind of fights back. That's uh, creative. So it's wild. So okay, so is this like adult level or like? Yeah, it's kids, I don't think that's okay. for kids. I don't it's, think it's, it's for kids. Can't watch it. This, this isn't Tom Hanks, <laughs> Santa Claus kind of movie. It's, How's it's the like, sexual humor? Gibson. I actually, I I actually let my kids watch some violent stuff, but such as. Well, I mean, basically, any violence. There's violence in everything. It's everything. Yeah. I mean, see, American way, like, violence, we accept that. Oh, you showed a tit. Oh, rated R. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll let them watch stuff with a tit. But but whenever it comes to, like, actual sexual themes, I I kind of put the hammer down. Mm -hmm. Oh, you showed a tit. Oh, hashtag me too. Yeah. I know. Are we over that yet? Is that, have have we passed that? We moved on. I, I don't know. Is the Me Too thing still a thing? I don't know. No, no I think it's. Uh, I think it's past. That. Okay, they, yeah. they put um, Harvey Weinstein in jail, so all is right. Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe it was getting to the point where a lot of uh, people in power were about to be uh, <laughs> uh, revealed. So they're like, "No, we gotta kink. Oh, we gotta kink this. We gotta turn all this shit off real quick." But this uh, Mel Gibson movie sounds yeah. interesting. Oh, Russia is invading Ukraine. Oh, man. Uh, we oh. Need, uh, Ukraine. Oh, Israel needs What's help that? now. Israel, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. now we... No. Now, uh, are, isn't there a, an operation going on against uh, Iran, too, now at this point? I, uh, I, like I, I say, stopped, like, picking up. I really I can't, can't watch. Up. I can't watch news anymore. Mm. I can't do it because it seems to be... A continual cycle of look at this shiny object over here. Yeah, while this is going on yes. over here. Yeah, don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't want you to talk about that. Look at this shiny thing over here. Okay, so you know uh, every damn day. Yeah, like oh, what happened? So all this things with Hawaii burning down. No, that's gone. That's a thing. It's yeah, okay. it's, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, it's all. I can't fall too much in the conspiracy corner here. Yeah, I know, but did right? You, did you know? We're missing someone. Hurry. So you I know, everybody that invaded the Capitol invaded. I, I use yeah. that term loosely. On January sixth, insurrectionist. Yeah. Traitor. Right. Sedition. Kill them. Hang them in yeah. the gallows. Make an example of them. There's like HBO movies about. Oh my God, man! It, I mean, now all of a sudden, these people that hate capitalism want to capitalize on this event and use it to their to their uh, gain, but. Did you hear about the pro Hamas oh, yeah, group yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that invaded the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And not a word said about it. I did not hear about it. Exactly. Not you did not hear about it. But no. it happened. Really? Yes. Okay. It happened. Wow. See, and and I did. I had a couple of nights where I laid in my bed and just read X. And I, I formally known as Formerly known as Yeah, it's like I feel like total shit whenever I do that. Um, but I don't feel like I came away with any better appreciation for what's going on in the world at all. No, I, I don't have, there's no more sympathy or empathy or I just become more and more numb. So what are we trying now? Here you go. While we're talking about. Oh, another about one's coming around. Conspiracies and insurrection Ooh. and all this stuff. I, I brought a couple of bottles that I got uh, some from Funny. some friends. Some distilleries here in North Texas. Huh. So the one we're tasting right now is from uh, Lockwood Distilling Company. They're out of Richardson. Okay. And this one is a they have a it's a single barrel straight bourbon whiskey that is a hundred proof. Okay. Here we go. Lockwood. Yeah. Lockwood. Here, hold it in front of one, that. This one. Yeah. Is that there? Is it good? Up, I don't know that up, it's, up, uh, up, up, up. There you go. Leave it there for a second. Move it in front of your face a little more. more there it there go. I go. just found it. Okay. okay. There it is. Lockwood. That's a nice label. Yeah. So this is just one of their whiskeys. Um, they also have some other spirits. I have a hibiscus vodka that is popular in one of my cocktails right now. Mm, but hibiscus. this was just, you know, this was something. It was a gift. So I figured, I'm like, hey, you know, I know who likes whiskey. We could yeah. try a new thing. Yeah, who might thinking. that be? Yeah. Who might? Who? Right. Who? That has like a butterscotch pudding. Note, mm. yeah, to it. yeah, like definitely it. on the nose, yeah, yeah. It's a hundred proof, but it's pretty easy going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sit around, sip yeah. it, get shit faced on it responsibly. <laughs> yes. Responsibly, get shit faced responsibly at home. <laughs> I like that, but for for me, for a hundred proof, that seems hot. How does that have an age statement on it? Two years. It is two. Years. Okay, that's at why. least two years. That's why. Yeah. Lockwood. Uh-huh. Lockwood. And where are they from? Uh, Richardson. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the distillery, they have uh, a full service uh, uh, restaurant too. So it's really good. Oh, that's kind of cool. Mm. Kind of go. It's hang definitely out, worth the road a, trip. Make a date night out of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We need to visit some uh, distilleries as a group. Uh, that would be nice. The one totally. in Denison. Yeah, Iron, I can do that. Iron Root. Iron um, Root would be awesome. I still have not been to Balconius. Um, yeah. That would be cool. That's a trip. We have been um, to Acre. That's, yeah. They knew um, Blackland Distilleries in Fort Worth. We can't talk about them. Man, He's I tried show, some. Your rep's got to show up, and, and and he had a he had a emergency pop huh, up. Yeah, is that where I had the uh, the pea vodka, or it was like is <laughs> it was like initial P vodka or <laughs> no no not P is in like okay I was about to say P E E had some strange things <laughs> strange yeah. spirits but it's like P P E A. Vodka. Oh, like Black Eyed Pea. Like Black Eyed Pea Vodka. Huh. No. What, where That's was not that? Blackland, but that, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And like vodka made God help peas. us all for having that. What it was hell? horrible. Black Eyed, it was like, it yeah, was absolutely literally horrible. distilled from Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. That's desperation. That's desperation. It, it was a Texas thing, I think. It is. I, yeah. I don't want to be known for that, but <laughs> whatever. I mean, it was a thing. A guy had an idea, and he made it happen. So that's Yay. American spirit right there. <laughs> that's know? right, and That's know? it. You know what? They no. may not like it, but damn it, I'm going to make it. I tried it. 
<laughs> I won't try it again. Well, if you okay, in that sense, if you uh, drink a shot of that on New Year's, New Year's and you've had your black eyed peas, well, there you go, without eating the black eyed peas, so, this yeah. man has done the world a yeah. favor. You know, get so up. nothing throughout the rest of the year will go wrong. I know. Be good. Get up on New Year's, have your drink, so you can like subdue the shakes. Mm. <laughs> the night before. There you go. Help yourself through withdrawals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good place to wrap this service. wrap this one up. Um, it is Halloween in two days, so mm-hmm. be safe out there. Yeah. Uh, support yeah. support your capitalist pig oh, empire and slow and, through your neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, hey, yeah. By the way, uh, so if you're in Wise County, um, you want something to do with your kids for uh, Halloween trick or treating on uh-huh. Halsell Street in Bridgeport at 5 p.m. The street basically shuts down, and Good to know. children in mass oh, that, converge that's a big upon event. Halsell Street. Yeah. And they go up and down the street, and okay. businesses will be out passing out candy. Awesome. So it's it's a it's an environment that's going to be safe for the kids. They're not going to wander off anywhere. Uh-huh. Businesses will be passing out lots of candy. I know. I just. Spend a lot of money on Candy's buying candy. Not cheap, man. I know. Candy's not cheap. What the heck, dude. Not you get one. Year. You get one Skittle. Boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one M and M for you, right? And then after that, uh, around six o'clock, then uh, all the kids in Bridgeport migrate towards the middle school, mm-hmm. where there's a neighborhood near the middle school. The police block it off. There's mm-hmm. fire trucks, law enforcement yeah. all over the place. So that is like going to be the safest environment for your kids to go trick or treating. That's yeah, nice. it's cool. The our, our neighborhood, are, they do that. The police block it all off in our neighborhood mm-hmm. too. We're we're kind of the Halloween neighborhood. But man, you gotta you gotta rein those kids in. You gotta regulate those little fuckers. They'll come in with hands mm-hmm. stretched out and yeah, they'll yeah, grab yeah. whatever they can. So That's we figured that out the hard way. Like when they come up, like no, you don't get to pull out of the pole. We hand you the candy. Yeah, and you go yeah. About you your hold way. your bag open. I'll throw it <laughs> three feet away from yeah. me. There it. So is. so this is the first year uh, we're not. Going to go trick or treating? You're not. Yeah, because we're just so busy as a family. Yeah, we're gonna go pick out some high quality candy from the candy store. Okay, and then we're gonna have movie night. Man, y'all need to. If <laughs> it's supposed to be like crappy weather though, yeah. like rainy, and it's gonna be cold, cold for sure. So, man, I really need. My wife wants to take our daughter out because this is her first Halloween. So. Mm. I don't, I've got to find somebody to stay at our house to hand out candy. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I've got to, got to oh. delegate that task to somebody new. Talk to Jen Fag. Okay. See what's going on. Done. But cool. That's it for us, I think. Okay. Thanks, Matt. My yeah. pleasure. This Thanks been, for having me. It's been a fun week. And it was a, that was, was that really Monday night that's been that long ago? Yeah. 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 Wow. Time flies. Was, I had a busy weekend. It was, yeah. It's pretty nuts. I don't remember all of it. Yeah. I slept <laughs> Sunday. Whenever I have an event on the weekend, just Sundays just don't count on me for anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm surprised yeah. I made it here tonight, honestly. Well, I'm glad you. you did. I'm I mean, I'm glad the gout didn't get you yeah. as yeah. well. <laughs> just the exhaustion. I did wake up at like 2.30 this afternoon, so I'm just... That's nice. <gasps> so, I get, that's how my body is. I, I, I give everything I have, and then all of a sudden, that's I get a break, and I, I collapse. Yeah. Yeah, and I need to recover, but wait till after Veterans Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, and and maybe that's that's the case. We wait till after Veterans Day, maybe after the first of the year, and then we talk about circadian regulation because mm. that's a big thing in health right now. Oh, that's yeah. another thing is the time what? the time change. Uh, oh. the the fallback or the time daylight change save, fucks us. That they said that they yeah. were going to forego finally is still going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. These yeah, they're not stupid for bastards in DC can't even come together on that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so terrible. Mm-hmm. I I swear I treat pathology like two weeks after that happens just because of the dysregulation that happens. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. So that's happening next weekend. I believe that's right. Mm. <sighs> Anyways, have a good and safe Halloween, everybody. Yes. Thanks for listening, Matt. Thanks for filling in, and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Good night. You've been listening to the Whiskey Bros Around the Table. Hermanos Whiskey.